Bohemian Rhapsody, Power of Love, Danger Zone. These are all songs that on their own are great, but are also immediately associated with the movies they're featured in. Oftentimes a movie soundtrack can be just as important as the movie itself. This is never more true than with the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. The soundtracks that James Gunn has curated for his first two movies are characters in and of themselves. This week on Planet Fantasy, we decided to beat James Gunn to the punch. This is Planet Fantasy, our dream Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 soundtrack. to another episode of the Planet Fantasy Podcast. And once again, we're your hosts, Damon and Kyle. Kyle, how's it going? Bad, man. Not too bad. How you doing? I am tired. Um, just to let the people at home know, I just got promoted as an assistant manager at my job. So, hey. just, uh, yeah, just kind of going through that and, and being tired. <laughs> but still, it's, it's been good. A good change. Um, yeah. And also... For our guest today is a, is a brand new one, uh, a very awesome person. She's great. Her name is Mary Lee. How's it going? I'm great. Thanks so much for um, having me on. It's been fun getting to know you guys through our awesome internet website. And uh, I'm excited to be here. Yes, yes. Um, you know, this is going to be a very fun one. And Kyle, you want to kind of give it a little bit more of an explanation in the opener, what we're doing here? Yeah, so um, this was one that we cooked up a while ago. Uh, I, I'm really excited about this. So, yeah, like we said in the opener, you know, the Guardian soundtracks are so iconic. Um, I think that I would argue James Gunn puts as much thought into uh, curating those as he does into writing the scripts for those movies. And so, yeah, so tonight we're going to be basically um, dreaming up like our just what we would love to see on the soundtrack for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Um, the way we're going to do it is because we could we could honestly just go all night and just list like a thousand songs. So to limit us, we're going to go five songs each. Um, now, this will be different because a lot of times with these episodes, there are qualifiers. But the only qualifier here is like, you know, as long as it's not a, or as long as it's a song that's not been used in the first two soundtracks. And, um, you know, if someone hasn't picked it, it's it's on the table. Um, we are going with, uh, you know, kind of going chronologically with what the movies have done. So if you recall at the end of um, volume two, uh, Peter Quill is given a Zune by Craglin. So that opens possibilities up a little bit as far as like eras that music is coming from. Um, but things are still wide open. So we can pick from any decade, any era up to like 2000. What was it like 2006? When the yeah. Zune came out? I think it's like when the first Zune came out. So I think like that's just the best kind of way to cut it off. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the exciting part is this, there's going to be a real big mix of music. Um, I definitely did my best because when I had my first list, it was like all 70s and 80s. And I was like, all right, I got to push a little <laughs> bit and go for some more modern stuff. Um, but it's, it'll be interesting. I'm really excited to see what kind of Frankenstein soundtrack we build for our three lists. <laughs> yeah, no, it might not be as uh, joined as the other two, but it'll be fun. 
Yes. Um, It'll be eclectic, which is a word that's already associated with those movies. So (laughs) that's too true. (laughs) Um, Okay, then. So that's the game that the draft we're doing. And so I guess the people want to know what our list game is going to be. Yes. Be songs from the previous two soundtracks. So essentially, any of those songs are up for grabs until it's not. And this actually will have a finite amount. So event. If we actually run through them all, we will have some sort of tiebreaker. I don't think, <laughs> but you never know. <laughs> so, Mary Lee, as our guest, uh, you will go first. And oh, you'll okay. go second. I'll finish it off. Okay, cool. Awesome. Okay, first one that came to mind was Cherry Bomb. Oh, right. what a good song. Um, so, yes. my favorite from both movies, uh, The Chain. I'm just going to keep a list real quick of these, but um, I'm going to go Hooked on a Feeling. Uh, of course. Yep. Um, um, Mr. Blue Sky. Good one. Um, let's go with uh, Seven Nights. Ooh, child. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes. Um, uh, what's the name of it? Father and Son. Oh, oh, my heart just broke. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go with uh, Brandy. Yeah, Aww. that's such a fun song. Yeah, Surrender. Nice. Oh, yes. Um, the. I don't know the actual name, the Pina Colada song, that's, I yeah. guess, is the actual name. Yeah. That's like the <laughs> name in parentheses. I, 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 <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go with um, Come and Get Your Love. Mm, good one. Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Mm. Gosh, I'm, I'm struggling now. <laughs> um Spirit in the yeah. sky. Do we oh, say good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, moon age, moon age daydream. Oh yes, forgot about that. Um, well, this might come out. <laughs> um, oh man, I'm wrapping. I'll anything we've missed already. Um. Yep, yep, that's me bowing out, guys. I'm done for. Oh no, it's hard. I was, yeah. Um, so do we still keep going? Yes, me and Kyle. Okay. Um, uh, George Harrison, uh, My Sweet Lord. Yes, great song. Okay. Um, I'm not in love. <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm drawing a blank, y'all. Um, not, nothing's happening, so I think I have to see. All Kyle. right, I that was well thought match, though. <laughs> yeah, that was fine. It reminded me of songs I want to go down. <laughs> okay, Kyle. So you win a list game. Um, so you got to hit us with with the order for this draft. Okay, so I mean, if you've been listening long enough, we've come up with our different strategies. This is a little different because it's like 
these are just songs that you really want to hear. So I'm, I think I'm going to have to go first because there's one specific song that I just really need to hear in this movie. Um, and I know how much Damon and I are twins when it comes to these things, so I can't let him steal it. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna go, I'll, I'll go first and then have Marilee go second and then have Damon take the, uh, the turn. Real quick, if, what if we do have the same song? I didn't think of that. Um, so yeah, just... if someone picks something before you, um, then that's just off the table. You have to just come up with like an okay. alternate. <laughs> that's fine. I have a list of nine. Just in oh, case. perfect. You can. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, then, Kyle, uh, start us off with the first song of the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 soundtrack. Okay. Um, so I'm not really going to go, like, in chronological order of this, okay. but this is – so this is one that's a little later on in the movie. Um, uh, so we have not heard much about the plot of this movie. I know I've heard some things some, – the fact that it will be very um, rocket-central – um, so I've been kind of, that's been my inspiration for a lot of these picks. Um, my favorite guardian, legit, like one of my favorite MCU characters. Uh, so this, I picture kind of happening. It's like the third act of the movie. He is, um, you know, the movie's going to be like exploring where he came from, the people who experimented on him. And this is the end of the movie where he's been like captured by them. Um, and you know, the real intense scene, he is being led to like, uh, be killed and the guardians are trying to fight and get to him um and so this is a song that i just think is so badass i don't know why it's not in a lot more movies i think it shows up in like supernatural um but i'm gonna go with renegade by sticks uh, oh nice man, i love this song um amazing song it's so good it just gets me so pumped and right when the song starts i mean it's from you know it's like this guy who's on the run or he's you know he's it's got a really cool story to it. Um, So I'm just picturing like things are real quiet and it's real like intense rockets being like led away. And you hear that opening like, Oh mama, I've been whatever copyrighted music. Um, (laughs) And uh, I just like, man, I I get chills when I hear that song. I just think that'd be really cool to, you know, Mm -hmm. that starts out real, you know, low and then it just blows up and then you get this incredible action sequence where the guardians rush in and kind of save rocket. And you get this great like fight between the guardians and like the people who have been experimenting on rocket. I just, I would love that. I'm already excited to see this movie now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like, I mean the, the name renegade that, that just kind of describes rocket right there. I mean, it's from that standpoint alone, right. You know, just to start. And and then and then you just kind of go you know you know kind of the whole the jig is up the news is out they finally found me mm. uh, some of the other lyrics and you know if we ever do get uh, a season desist letter for copyright you know what that means people know about us so exactly we've made it <laughs> <laughs> but you know, this is a really cool song especially for a very rocket centric uh, movie in scene. Uh, but yeah, Kyle. Um, what? So with this, what are you thinking as far as the people who uh, made Rocket? Is this? Are they going to be very? Can you tell me just a little bit about them, actually? Yeah. So I mean, I that's that's kind of been that prevailing theory is that we're going to go into. I mean, there's two directions they could go. They've obviously done some setup with Endgame of like we might be seeing some Thor team up with the Guardians and then maybe them hunting after um, Gamora, the one from like 2014. Uh, but I think that 
it, it's a natural next step to go to Rocket's origins because it's been hinted at in both movies, and we've seen him. He's been a prominent character, but we haven't really seen really where he came from. So I just think that that having them be the villains, and that also plays with the theme of like, other than the first one, the second one had a really personal villain, right? It was it was Peter's dad. So going back to Rocket's origin and kind of the people who made him would be really interesting. Um, obviously, that is a wound that has not healed for Rocket. So um, I can imagine them going to I don't know what what planet it would be, but going to this this new planet and uh, maybe they're on a mission or like going to retrieve something um, kind of like in the opening of guardians two. And then uh, they come across, you know, these people Ro- rocket recognize them, recognizes them. And he's like, you know, nothing, it was nothing. And he's trying to like cover it up. And then you eventually find out that's the people who, you know, experimented on him. And the rest of the movie is like them kind of chasing after them and trying to get rocket back. Um, I think that'd be really cool. And it'd be also be interesting to see, like maybe a family that he had or like people that he was being experimented on with, like that might be a fun emotional arc for his character. Like he wants to go back and save these people or these, you know, creatures who um, had such a bad lot like he did. Um, I think that would be interesting. Rocket is such a, it's crazy. He's a raccoon and he's so like emotionally layered in these movies. So I, I love his character. I love what they've done with him already. And I think that, just exploring his origin would be the kind of like the natural next step. I, I love that. And I want to talk a little bit more about that, but, but first we're going to go to our first break guys. Hey guys. And we're back. Sorry for that. Um, but if uh, everyone's ready, we're just going to jump right back into it. Kyle was just explaining his first pick, uh, Renegade, a song by Styx. And, uh, you know, you were saying it, it's going to be kind of towards the end with, with the group coming to help save Rocket against the, the people who created him. And, and it really is a great tie-in with the second movie. And I feel like it, it, you would kind of have to go this route if you really want it to feel like a, another Guardians movie you know, a a third in this trilogy because it's such a movie about family. It's all about them connecting about them fighting for each other, being there for each other. And so I I like this idea of them trying to help rocket figure out who he is, what he wants to do, what his destiny is. Um, I really couldn't think of a better way to, to go out with the James Gunn guardians. So uh, what do you think about that? Mary I a hundred percent agree. Um, and like just having rewatched a few weeks ago, both of the movies, I kept finding myself thinking, um, why do we not know more about Rocket that I wanted to see, you know, just more of him. And I guess I didn't, I didn't feel that vibe my first time around. I was absorbed with the whole story, but, um, like Kyle had said, he's his favorite Rocket has become my favorite. And then actually one of the songs I picked, I had Rocket in mind as well. So um, I, I love that pick. I also love that it sticks being an older person. I can really appreciate you going back for that. (laughs) I mean, stick, especially that song. I always forget about how amazing of a song it is until Mm -hmm. playlist. I'm like, Oh man, I love this song. And then I just won't hear it again for a while. And I'm like, huh, I don't know about that song. And then it comes on and instantly. So that's a perfect kind of Guardians song, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of vibe. 
Uh, really good pick for the number one overall Guardians pick, Kyle. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, so that I think that takes us to Miss Mary Lee for her first pick. Awesome. So um, to piggyback off of Rocket, um, I don't know why I was – this wasn't initially on my list when I was going through. I was driving, and it came on. And I just started laughing because I thought this would be like good rocket energy. Um, but it was <laughs> hypnotized by the notorious B.I.G. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and I just have this image of them going into some sort of like space club and him strutting with his, you know, got that the BDE going on and that song coming on. It just I started laughing. I, so that's my that's my pick. <laughs> OK, Kyle. Oh, <laughs> that is perfect uh that's incredible i didn't even like think about that but now i can't <laughs> separate the two <laughs> it's such I a know. rocket song <laughs> it really I, uh, yeah i love that um you know it, it really does exude you know like you said bde it has this just mm-hmm. like larger than life energy in <laughs> rocket who's you know this 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 short raccoon like what is he two feet tall maybe yeah maybe <laughs> but he's more confidence and like, belief in himself than anyone else on the team and maybe anyone that we know in the universe <laughs> like he he just he doesn't you know the the ability for a rocket to do what he wants to do and do it is mm-hmm. so this is that i love this kid barely yeah thank you oh uh, man yeah I, it's just, that's that's rocket to a T. That's I love <laughs> I love that call because I can I can imagine it too. It's these are already stuff we can just I can hear in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, totally hear him, you know, strutting out of the the ship. Probably just stole some batteries like in the second. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> Got like headphones in, like strutting to this. Okay, mm-hmm. well, it's perfect. <laughs> It really is. Um, okay, though I will say the only my only question is, will they edit it? You know, will will they mm-hmm. any of the uh, curse words? Um, and will that harm it? That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, I well, so like James Gunn. It's funny because James Gunn is so uh, he really pushes the envelope with these movies. I remember seeing the first movie in the theater. And the Jackson Pollock joke, I was like, holy shit, that just happened in a <laughs> Disney Marvel movie. Like, it's <laughs> funny. Uh, so maybe he would, like, have it playing. He would be able to get away with, like, having it playing in the background. And it's mm-hmm. like, a little lower. And you wouldn't, like, when you hear the, the curse words. But I would hope he wouldn't edit it because that kind of takes away from the charm. Other movies I've seen, they would just have the the conversation go carry, like, over where there would be something questionable said so you don't actually clearly hear it. So maybe that's when he has some sort of a really witty one-liner he can... That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, 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 they're probably... So, you know, I say they'll figure it out. But, uh, okay, I don't know if I can top the, that pick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you came out swinging merrily. <laughs> I'm going to see what I can do. All right, guys. My first pick. Um, I can I'm going to kind of go chronologically if I can, uh, if it'll work. So for my one, mine, you know, both of the first Guardians kind of started with a really awesome dance scene, you know, uh, to set the mood. You had uh, singing, uh, just, you know, just in his own world. Uh, and the second one, you have baby little group doing his own thing. 
chaos is going around him (laughs) in some crazy space demon's ass. And, and so that one's so fun, you know, so each one really sets a tone. And so I really wanted to do the same with my song. And so, uh, I went with weapon of choice by fat boy slim. Ooh. Oh, wow. I haven't heard that in forever. That's a good one. <laughs> yes. Uh, for anyone who's not familiar, you know, Fatboy Slim, amazing DJ and producer. This song is super high energy and fun, and it's really hard to not dance to when you hear it. Um, if you've seen the music video, of course, it's Christopher Walken dancing. <laughs> um, one of the best music videos ever, by the way. I love that. In preparation but i wanted that this song um i had an idea i really don't know what they're going to be heisting but at the beginning of the movie the guardians are pulling a heist off okay they're in their like their their disguises they're they're in this uh you know fancy building they're trying to get this some sort of artifact or something to sell or to get from these bad people and so weapon of choice you know that little awesome nice little beat is going on while they're doing this and then when shit starts going all to hell, that's when you hear that. And and then they're just cha- they're getting chased. You have them all going crazy. You get some awesome witty one liners, and I think that would be an awesome fun way to start the movie. Definitely. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's selling the energy right away. Uh, Fat Boy Slim is just he exudes cool. Uh, so that that's a perfect pick i can definitely see the continuing thing of like Groot. you know it's funny because he's baby Groot in the second one he's obviously now i don't know where he'll be at like adolescence wise in the third one um you know because he's he's uh once he's a teenager he's definitely not dancing to to stuff so uh that'll be interesting (laughs) to see that but i like the idea of it being a heist and then hearing that like that's that's really cool that's that sounds fun yes what he's definitely I, I like it. I can't remember like much about the song except for the video. Like since you, you mentioned that, I remember uh, Christopher Walken dancing and it being really high energy. And I love the start of the movie with that because that's probably the thing I remember most about the first one. So um, I think that's a solid choice. Thank you. There. You know, and like I, <laughs> I don't know if anyone would be dancing through it, but like maybe really references to the music video you know has some mm-hmm. uh people hitting buttons on the uh on the uh elevator or something like that i don't know um mm-hmm. i think it'd be fun <laughs> i need fat boy slim in a guardians movie and i yeah. think more important than anything i think quill peter quill would listen to this song oh for sure yeah, yeah he would have a lot of fat boy slim <laughs> that's a very important factor in all of my <laughs> and i believe he would also have listened to both of y'all's picks. So, <laughs> um, well, then that means I have another pick, then, guys. Um, yes. And for this one, it's not going to be as fun. Uh, it's going to be a little sad, actually. Okay. So, I do think uh, the next movie is going to center on Rocket a lot. You know, uh, there's an idea. I think he's supposed to end up getting a girlfriend, maybe, is some of. Ooh. Yes. Um, it's supposed to be like his soulmate. Uh, it was an otter made. <laughs> yeah, are you making that up? No, I'm not. <laughs> this is real, guys. Oh, sorry, this is an otter that 
same school and they fall in love and yeah so i think that's going to happen in this movie and but also another love story that's going on guys is peter quill and gamora or rather the gamora that never was yeah this gamora is you know very very different from from the past uh i never met quill before in game um and so their paths are going to cross eventually in this movie and with this, we're going to get a very, very awesome, amazing song that's going to be really hard to listen to with this scene because it's just going to break our hearts, guys. It's going to be No Doubt, Don't Speak. Oh, perfect. Aww. That's a very Zune song. Like, I definitely think mm-hmm. of Zune when I hear that song. <laughs> right, very timely <laughs> for the Zune era. Um, and it, very relative, rel- relevant lyrics, you know. Um, meeting up with your ex-lover who isn't technically her anymore because she's the version from the past before the two of you meet is it only lightly fresh from being bad is a hard thing to swallow, you know? So it's just going to be really weird and awkward and Gamora really doesn't want anything to do with them. Like, it's the past, it, you know, not even her past. She wants to be able to make her own decisions about what she wants to do, not just because uh, another version of her fell in love with him. And then at the same time, Peter feels her drifting away more and more and he doesn't know what to do. And it's just really, really sad. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good pick. That is really sad. Cause like their, their relationship is really kind of like the heart and soul of the first two movies. I mean, there's a lot of heart and soul in those movies, but just like, I really love their dynamic and the way that they, it was a real slow burn in those movies. And then in infinity war, it was great. Um, I, if, so I, I, I'm actually a little fuzzy on the end of Endgame. I know that you know she, they had the scene where they he like was reunited with her and she kicked his ass. But does she end up like leaving at the end of the movie? Is that what happens? Yeah, she just like jets. I'm not really sure where. Do Do you know where Merrily? I can't remember. No, I've actually avoided rewatching it just because I didn't didn't want to go down that emotional road in this scene <laughs> oh. yet. So. Um, um. But yeah, I don't I don't remember if she left. From what I remember, um, I believe I know she went somewhere and that was like the whole idea of them going with Thor. Thor going with them, you know, to go mm-hmm. find her. That's um, right. That's yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. But I don't think yeah. anything said about where. So, you know, that could very easily be one of the parts of this movie. Um, very important or, you know, just a side part. I'm not really sure. But hopefully we will definitely see Gamora. So For sure. That scene will happen in some form. Um, I, yeah, I like that a lot. Um, I'm not the biggest No Doubt fan, but I do really like this song. And it, you're you're right when you read the lyrics. I mean, it works perfectly for their mm-hmm. their situation. So that's a that's a great call. Thank you. Very. Any other thoughts, Marley? Uh, no, I just I remember when that song came out, and you know that everyone knew the story behind it between her and her, you know, bandmate slash ex-boyfriend. And it was tragic. So yeah, that song to me and my generation, you hear that the opening and you just know it has to do with with something tragic if it's used in a movie or TV. So that would definitely um, hit those emotional notes. Once again, Quill would definitely be, um, you know, I'm putting uh, (laughs) a Bat girl just because I feel like really (laughs) wrong. But I can figure out a way to put it in. So, <laughs> um, all right. So an extra music video for it, like outside of the movie. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> okay, okay. Um, Mary Lee, what, what is your second pick? Okay, so this one, I don't know that it's something that he would listen to, but um, also being confused on the future of his love interests, if he's going to be, if it's going to involve around Gamora or... I tried to do just a quick search, and it looks like in the comics he has a thing with Kitty Pride. So I don't know if that's something that would bring in or some other person, or, you know, that's already exists or not. So I just kind of picked mine, thinking of of him and just women's reaction to him in general, or possibly one of the many one night stands he's had would be <laughs> um, "You're So Vain" by Carly Simon. Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, that. Oh. What's your thoughts on that, Kyle? Uh, I like this a lot. I uh, immediately I thought of like in the first movie when he gets back on the Milano and like the random uh, alien shakes his wakes up. Like that's that's perfect. Uh, yeah. So that's yeah. That's a really good call. Um, where would you see this like playing in the movie? That's what I was struggling with. I was like, maybe like in in their adventures, they run into someplace with one of his exes and that comes up. I don't know. Like she has some, you know, I'm terrible at this. Like she has some kind of something they want. And now they have to try to coax it out of her when she's this jaded ex lover <laughs> of his. And so somehow that song would come into play, but I, I don't really have anything more specific in mind than that. Oh, you know, that works really well though for Peter Quill. I mean, yeah, he is a bit of a vain person. You know, he, he's mm-hmm. like perfect mixture of like Kirk, Han Solo. <laughs> yes. And like, a goofball just like all rolled in one and so you know he definitely kind of exudes that kind of personality and to have this kind of lover um with this song going on would be such a fun idea really mm-hmm. maybe window <laughs> into the past of quill before we even met him you know really cool yeah. I, I love getting little windows into the past of people you know even if it's not a lot it, it gives you just an idea of oh maybe something this happened and maybe that happened yeah yeah, I like that a lot. There's, I mean, I, I, I just, I imagine the scene would have some really funny dialogue. Probably Rock, Rocket like roasting him, like really, like you know, <laughs> yes, you left her, yes. you know, after one night stand, like I just, I, that would be super funny. Drag, drag, uh, like yeah. this woman is the most beautiful woman ever. Quill, <laughs> she's way yes. out of your league, Quill. <laughs> yeah, that's that's perfect. Okay. Yes. Um. And definitely, I, I, you know, I think Quill would pretty would dig that song. Pretty, you know, it's definitely in that kind of time period where he, pretty much mm-hmm. a fan of everything. It seemed like. Yeah. Yeah, that seventies era. So, right. That is good. This is, you know, pulling up to be a pretty, pretty unique variety. Field. <laughs> I would. Yes. I mean, I. I I have the first two on vinyl and I would immediately buy this one on vinyl. Like what a weird soundtrack to own. But I was like, I want to listen to Fat Boy Slim and then, you know, Notorious B.I.G. Like I give me that soundtrack. <laughs> Speaking of which guys, I, I didn't mention it at the top, but uh, for everyone listening, we will have a soundtrack playlist on Spotify uh, put together of this soundtrack. And yes. it will be put in the link for this podcast, guys. So if y'all listen yeah. while listening to this, uh, go ahead and check the link. Yes. 
What a great idea. I didn't even think about that. Good call, Damon. Mm-hmm. Of course. I love me some playlists. I want to listen to them <laughs> immediately after we finish. So, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm digging it, guys. Um, but Kyle, you know, you brought us Renegade by Styx. Uh, are you bringing us some more 80s energy or something different? Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go in a, a bit of a different direction. So, this is going to go... Um, you know, we started with the sticks in, you know, in 79. This is going to go to uh, the 90s, to 95. Um, yeah. One character that I just really love, he, I think, I mean, I won't say he, has, he hasn't gotten enough love. He's just not really in a lot of the movies, but I really love Craglin. I think he's just a great, like, kind of side character. Um, obviously, he has a, I imagine he'll have a bit of a more prominent role because he's taken over for Yondu uh, as, like, the, the leader of the Ravagers at this point. Um, I think it would just be really funny. I, I'm picturing a scene where he, so he gave Quill the Zune. I think that he, that's rubbing off on him and he'll be listening to his own like soundtracks and playlists and stuff. Um, so I'm picturing a scene of him like piloting his ship with all his Ravagers. He's kind of trying to get into this role of like leading the Ravagers, which he's never had to do before. And he's listening to, he's trying to give, he's trying to pump himself up. Uh, so he's listening to uh, Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio. Yes. <laughs> soundtrack, guys. Oh, this was, uh, I, I promise I'm not lying. This is my first pick. I was like, I just want to see a scene of Craglin. He's piloting the ship and you just hear the, and like, he's just like, like bopping his head and he's like i gotta pump myself up i'm the leader of the ravagers now like he does like the chest <laughs> bump that he does in the second movie i just i think it would be hilarious um maybe he's playing on the loudspeakers and like uh taser face or someone walks in he's like what are you doing and he just shuts it off really quickly he's like nothing nothing uh i i think that that would be so funny and i just again craglin is such a fun guy like i I got to meet Sean Gunn at a Comic Con a couple of years ago, and he is such a cool guy. He, you can tell he just loves doing these movies, not only as Craglin, but as like the body double for for Rocket. Um, he just the dude is just, I mean, he's incredibly talented. So I, I would love to see more stuff with Craglin. Um, that was a question I asked him because when I saw him, it was right when Infinity War came out, and I was like, dude, where was Craglin when Thanos? like came knocking like you could we could have used your help man and he was just like ah you know he's got a lot more responsibility now with the ravagers so i think that's a perfect answer um so i I, honestly i don't think it would be a big plot line but i would love to see just some scenes of him trying to figure out this new leadership role and probably kind of failing upwards a little bit but i think this song would be perfect for that (laughs) absolutely um when i think of him i just all i can i this this may be a chick thing, but like Gilmore Girls, he played this character named Kirk on yes. there that was just, if he had every episode, he had a different job <laughs> and he was so weird and it was, he was just a glorious, goofy addition. And he seems to bring that energy into Guardians as well. And I could see, you know, quote, Kirk in a black leather jacket, like trying to jam out to this song. So <laughs> like that would have a... D- a double layer of amusement for me and probably Gilmore Girl fans the world over. So, so glad you mentioned Kirk. He's one of my favorite Gilmore Girls. Like, yes. And like, I love those oddball, like super, super side characters that just like, just pop up more and more because you can't help but love them. Like exactly. the janitor, you know, in Scrubs. It's <laughs> yeah. one of my favorites, of course. Um, you know, and I, yes. I love that Craglin will get some more love in this, and I, I definitely think he'll play a part in the third one. Um, 
you know, and you were saying he's he's the leader of the Ravagers now. And of course, in Endgame, I believe we heard that they like blew up Xandar, right? Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. And so the yeah. Nova Corps is like, like, are they no more? Are they like some stragglers? Maybe the Ravagers are like helping rebuild the Nova Corps. Maybe like they're having some sort of like alliance and just trying to start rebuilding uh like society because we you know we forget the snap happened everywhere oh that's a really mm-hmm. good call so like who knows maybe craglin was even taken in the snap who mm-hmm. like it took half the ravagers like we have no idea what mm-hmm. happened in the universe so maybe guardians would be a very good way to show us exactly what happened with that and maybe craglin would be a very Definitely. intimate part of that so but of course yeah. what this song would be just i didn't even say anything about the song because it's just hilarious like <laughs> i i love to see him like just getting in the zone with this song Ugh, i love gangster's paradise though i can't help but mention amish paradise <laughs> i was about to say <laughs> that honestly, yes <laughs> i can't help picture him dancing to that more <laughs> Like, I could see him thinking Amish Paradise was, like, the really hardcore version, unknowing that Gangster's Paradise exists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the only knock I'll give you, Kyle, is you did not draft Amish Paradise. Oh, man. Now I'm regretting it. <laughs> oh, Other than that. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you gave us Gangster's Paradise, and you got us some awesome Craglin scenes. So hit us with your next one. All right, so uh, I'm going to move to, uh, I know I'm kind of going all over the place chronologically, so I'm going to come back to the beginning of the movie, um, to my opener. Um, Yeah, I agree with Damon. This is a really important song in the soundtrack. Um, You really have to set the tone early on. Um, I'm going to go with one that is not necessarily one that's going to get you dancing, but it's just, this is kind of like a lot like Renegade. I think it's just an epic song, and to my knowledge, I don't think it's ever been used in a movie soundtrack, which is baffling to me um it is my uh, throwback to uh guitar hero days it was my favorite song to play on guitar <laughs> hero 3 uh it's uh knights of sidonia by muse um this just this song is so damn epic it's like it sounds like something you would hear in a western uh it's i mentioned guitar hero it's also like one of my favorite songs to play on the drums uh it's just like it's got a really cool like it sounds like a um uh, like a train this beat going the whole time and it's got this incredible bridge um the bridge is like really similar to like bohemian rhapsody where it just explodes and you're just rocking out by the end of it and i could see that working really well with the opening of this scene or the opening of this movie um i i was actually thinking of something kind of along the lines of what you're talking about damon like they're on this heist of some sort maybe doing a job like with guardians 2 they were kind of retrieving something for the um I can't remember the name of the people, but the, like the golden people. Um, so I, I picture something like that, them maybe fighting some kind of uh, uh, extraterrestrial beast or whatever, but uh, just having this song open up it, again, it sounds like it should be in a Western. And I really do think like these movies walk that line, just like star Wars, they're kind of like space opera Westerns. Um, it's mm-hmm. like the wild West in space. So I, I would love to see, maybe it starts in like Quill, you know, walks into a, like a, a intergalactic saloon or something like i would love to see something like that uh so i I just love the way these movies are they feel like westerns in space and so opening with this song i think would be badass talking about talking about music videos too the music video for this is fucking bonkers and i love it uh 
So I'm definitely harnessing kind of that energy, but <laughs> I would love to see this just to, especially toward the end of it when it goes off into that bridge. I mean, it really, you're just rocking to it. And I would love to see just this like fun, you know, huge set piece, like action sequence while that, uh, that bridge is playing. Okay. So yes, I love that. Um, I believe the peep, the golden people were the sovereign race. Yes. Um, by, led yes, by, sovereign. Um, they were crazy, but you know, <laughs> I think this pick is fantastic. Muse needs to be in any movie that it can get. <laughs> Such theatrical, yeah. epic, just like heart pounding, like build up music. Donia, mm. especially, like you said, it's just kind of like not stop going, almost like like a train, just just chugging along. Um, and even like the the very first first line of it is like, "Come ride with me," you know. And so it it has that energy that I think would work really well with the Guardians movie. What do you think, really? Well, this is where I get to embarrass myself and uh, confess that I've never heard this song, uh, but I will be downloading it afterwards because now uh, you make it sound amazing. So I really would like to hear it. <laughs> well, it's a bop for sure. It's it's uh, <laughs> it, it, it'll get you. It, like I said, it's not really it doesn't have the energy of like something you want to dance to, but it just like it's just I, I picture like really just kind of an epic like action opening. Um, and it really kind of gets you in that vibe. Like it's, it's just, it's, I would love, this is, this song, I mean, uh, for many reasons, but I, this song is the biggest reason I'd love to see Muse uh, play a live show. Cause I imagine this show is awesome. just fucking incredible live. Kyle, if Muse ever comes to New Orleans, I'm coming and we're going to go see him. Absolutely, <laughs> sir. <laughs> we're going to oh. make a stop at the Maltese, I mean, at the, the uh, murder mystery place first, uh, mystery meet. We're going to grab some, <laughs> grab some Falcon on the way. And then we're going to all tease. Go hit a show. I, I, would... I was listening to that at work and I was cracking up. So thank you guys for that, uh, that episode. I was dying. For anyone wondering what the hell we're talking about, <laughs> find out. Because we're going to talk about listen. all the. <laughs> we're just going to say the word Falcon and you'll know. If, you, if you've been listening, you'll know. <laughs> Um, okay, but but getting away from the mystery meat once more, <laughs> it's just made for movies. I would love to see them like score a whole movie, honestly. Yeah, and if that can happen before they break up or die or I die, I would really die a happy person. So, <laughs> I you, just the fact that you put this in a Guardians movie, I love it. When did that come out? That was what, two, 2002? Uh, it was 2006. 2006. So this You're is right edge. yeah, just barely making the cutoff. But I think it would be one of those. So it would be interesting too because Quill, I I think it would be fun seeing Quill try to figure out how to use a Zoom and being like, this is just so weird. Like, what is this new you know music? And I think that Knights of Sidonia would be one he would immediately latch on to. Um, it's definitely got to like he he would think of himself as a cowboy listening to it <laughs> so i would i would love to see him figure <laughs> out the zoom and like find his new favorite artist um and i think muse would be up there for him for sure i i like that i support that idea uh and you a muse fan here shortly so <laughs> i look forward to it. um all right that those are uh kyle's uh, next two picks and that'll swing us back to mary lee's third pick okay so with you guys talking about like your picks for the intro, mine isn't really danceable, um, but I picture it like just like an intro scene where they're they're just flying around doing something, not particularly not in a battle, 
just doing their duties on the ship and Quill is flying and he's kind of singing along and it's um, Space Lord by Monster Magnet. Oh, great and song. Except it's a banger <laughs> and it's uh, except when he's singing it, he's obnoxiously replacing it with Star Lord instead of Space Lord. <laughs> and then it shows the other characters like rolling their eyes and Drax, you know, literally being like, it clearly says Space Lord, you know, just being annoyed with him and just kind of a goofy but fun intro scene. So that's that's all I could think about when I was when I heard that song. So. Yeah, what do you think about that, Kyle? This is really good. I think it's a very underrated song. Um, I mm-hmm. yeah, I really like this one. Uh, again, this is we're we're just talking uh, nonstop about tone and like and setting the tone with these opening songs. But that that really does a great job because it's like that's so. That is so Guardians, like, because it's 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 goofy, mm. but like, especially with you saying him like replacing it with Star Lord is great. I can definitely mm-hmm. see, you know, like I imagine Mantis would probably be like like singing along with him because she's just a ray of sunshine and like always wants to hang out with people. <laughs> <laughs> like, I yes. trying to turn it off the entire time. Like, yeah, that's 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 perfect. I love that. Okay, so this is where I confessed I have never heard this song before. And I'm sad because it sounds like a fun song. Um, I'm just mm-hmm. reading the lyrics, and you know, so my idea of Star Lord, Mother, Mother. I'm not sure about the cadence, but just, just. I'm I'm not singing it for you. No way. <laughs> um, I'm definitely gonna have to drop this after the pod. Um, I'm very intrigued to to see how this would work um, with the intro. I'm very. I would love to just see people be annoyed with Quill because, you know, I uh-huh. <laughs> a lot with the, um, they, you know, you saw how excited they were when, when a new like possible leader came by with Thor, they're like, <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> Quill. So, and, you know, so I, you know, I like, like, like the idea of that, like him kind of being his kind of vain, confident self. Mm-hmm. And then the group just kind of bashing on him, like rolling their eyes. <laughs> I like. Yep, that's exactly what I was picturing. Yes. Um, any other th- thoughts, Kyle? Only I just all I want to hear or see is this happening and him, you know, singing it but replacing Star Lord, and then randomly the dude from the first moment one shows up and he's like, "Who?" And he's like, "Star Lord, <laughs> man!" And just getting a repeat of that scene wouldn't make sense, but I'd love to see it. <laughs> uh, yes, there are more Star Lord jokes, so you know that. <laughs> be a part of the soundtrack i think that's favorite pick so far just because of the the pun and the play on words mm-hmm. yeah uh, mm-hmm. that was one um okay so this is a very interesting soundtrack and i'm gonna give us two more tracks to uh to liven it up some more so this next one might be the most maybe the most question pick of the draft i don't know if you are going to like it I still don't know if I like it or just love it. Because um, <laughs> I had an- another idea for this kind of uh, this scene vibe. I wanted, you know, this to happen when everything was getting intense. You know, pretty bad stuff is happening to our guardians. Uh, you know, picture like shit just hit the fan. Uh, whatever the main conflict in volume three is, it's happening. You know, the guardians have their back against the wall. And this is when they decide to just... They have nothing left to leave it all out on the table, you know. And all at the same time, the main, the villain, the antagonist, whoever that may be, uh, it kind of will play for like a song of them, like almost 
going to win. It seems like they're about to get it all. You know, they're going to achieve what they were meant to achieve. And so it plays equal parts villain triumph, triumphant uh, song and equal guardians are going to raise hell and fight to the death song. And for that, I'm going Metallica, Master of Holy shit. Nice. This is my favorite pick. Nice. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, like, with, with Master of Puppets, uh, everyone knows Metallica. So that mm-hmm. if you were to hear that that, that drop uh, in Guardians, I feel like the crowd would just, like, either go crazy <laughs> or not know what to do. If, <laughs> I think mm-hmm. James Gunn would do something like that. Yeah. Uh, this is great. Uh, I, this is probably top three. Um, I don't know where it would place, but it's certainly one of my favorite Metallica songs. Uh, I just, not to like tangent, I just watched a YouTube video of this guy who like played drums to it. And it, every time it, they said master, it sped up. So he was just losing his mind by the end of the song. Um, that's my favorite YouTube video, but anyway, uh, (laughs) um, but (laughs) Yeah, this is great. This like this legitimately makes whoever your threat is in your movie like actually scary. Like with this playing and them kind of like you think they're gonna win, it's like I can imagine some really intense scenes. So I like that a lot. Absolutely. Yes. What do you what do you think about Metallica being on Guardians, Marilee? I'm a hundred percent. I've been a Metallica fan for decades now, uh, which is crazy to think. And um there's so many of their songs, I think, that could work in the same way. Uh, but that's a classic. That's one of their, you know, earlier classics. And uh, um, I, I'm just like Kyle said. I think that's my favorite one. I'm anything Metallica. I'm here for. Um, and unrelated, I read today that Kirk Hammett was leaving Metallica, so that was in my head already. Okay. So. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just just throwing that out there. A good new but, Metallica um, song and. In a while, so I, yeah. I, I yeah. think they'll be okay. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but oh, yes, like like Kyle was saying, you know, this it'll kind of make the villain scary, you know, and Absolutely. maybe it's the people who created Rocket could have them be very a very menacing society. Maybe they have a bunch of like souped up cyborgs, uh, synthetic hybrid, you know, like oh yeah, you know, and the the the, the leader is like the Muppet, the puppet master, you know, just. Yeah, absolutely. They create their puppet yeah. army. Puppet army. <laughs> if they're even puppets, you the, know, it's like the puppet militia. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm a I'm a fan of puppets. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to say I did at first have Black Hole Sun. Uh, it, oh. I thought I, I, that's I a tough to, call. But I'm glad. I think you made the right call. Master of Puppets just hits that harder, and it, I, it's it as mm-hmm. far as just like, especially where you have it placed in the movie, it's just it's so much more intense, especially in the drop. So I, yeah, I love that. Yeah, Black Hole Sun is great and one of my favorites, but it won't instill fear like Master of Puppets. <laughs> right. I think I was going a little too sad. Like I wanted it at first to be like they just were there was no hope and then it just kind of end and it go forward. But this, you know, this kind of gives it more of a classic kind of, you know, you're getting the, at the same time, them, them kind of being defeated and the villain rising and then them speak. Like, nope. It's not going to happen. And it's just right. the, the, the sound of the, the drums and the guitar is going to be mm-hmm. and, and fast. 
and I want that action to really kind of feed off of it and really be that kind of tempo. It would be so mm-hmm. fun to watch. We know how awesome James Gunn is at like fight choreo in his movie, so I would love to see this. And imagine hearing it in a theater where the sound is super loud and all around you. I mean, it's just it would you be know, that much more. Yeah. Fuck it, like kill some bad guys. Do it, like <laughs> you know. I, I would love that. So yeah, if everyone in the audience doesn't want to commit a violent act, then it just <laughs> yeah. Truly. <laughs> so uh, I'm glad that was a very well received pick. Um, so I, I think I might my, my uh, like my next pick. So this is going to be maybe maybe a little bit before that, maybe after. I'm not really sure. Um, but this song for this scene, this vibe I'm going for is going to be kind of they're getting they want to go somewhere. They they need to get somewhere fast. Maybe they're getting chased. Maybe they 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 need to. Uh, be some sort of deadline timeline not really sure but essentially it's quill doing what he loves but most and it's freaking (laughs) racing and and flying he loves to fly like yeah that's his thing you know he's been doing it for for so long he loves his ship and so um i felt like whenever he would hear this song when the zoom it would instantly become maybe his favorite (laughs) and it's cake the distance Oh, I almost Oh my that god. Word. Oh, I, I took it off. I took it off for the last Same. minute. I had <laughs> it too. <laughs> yes, I'm so glad we were all agreement. Um it's perfect, right? Like absolutely perfect. Like I mean, clearly it's a, a unanimous call there. Yeah. What, what do you think about a, a kind of scene like that for the movie, Kyle? Uh yeah, I mean this is perfect. Like that's a <laughs> I think rather underrated part of the first two movies with like, I mean, rocket too, but like with Quill, he is just, he's a damn good pilot. I mean, he really is. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'd love to see more like, aerial battles or like, like just him kind of having fun flying around. Um, so that would be super fun. Uh, and yeah, the, I mean, the distance is such a good song that just, that hypes me up every time I hear it. Um, I I don't know. I actually don't know a lot of like cake songs, but the distance is just one I've always loved. Uh, when did that That's come out? That's a, a what like nineties? Um, that probably would have been nineties because no, I remember actually, it. Uh, ninety six. Ninety six. Yes, okay. that's when. Yep, I knew it. Um, <laughs> when I think of this song in the movie, I I think of it as a funny thing, where whenever it comes on his his playlist. He just, you know, decides he just guns it, pedal to the metal, <laughs> and everyone else on the ship doing their things is like falling over, or whatever, and complaining. And so you have, you know, someone going like, you know, are we under attack? And then Rocket, you know, saying like, no, it's that damn song again <laughs> or something. Like they yes, know. I can see that. Like Will <laughs> singing along, he's like, I'm like alone, all alone in his inner time of need. And Rocket, yeah. That's so funny. I can, yeah, I can see that for sure. Even him just like it coming on and him just like looking back at them with like a grin and they're like, no, please don't do it. He just guns it. (laughs) That's great. Or yeah, they hear over, they hear the beginning, that bass line over the the speaker and everyone just braces themselves. Buckle your (laughs) seatbelt. No, I like that. Okay. And so that happens, right? And later on in the movie, like Rocket is in trouble, you know, by, by his people who created him. And Quill is like, in a race to get to him in time. Oh, so, that's so good. 
and that's it's more than a laugh. It's like a really good like him helping yes. his buddy out. I love that. Yes, protect Rocket at all times. Yes. I love it. Okay, um, this this soundtrack is is amazing. Uh, it has Metallica, Muse, a Biggie Smalls. Um, this is fan- I really am loving this. I don't think James Gunn is going to be able to uh, make a better soundtrack than this. No. Just pack it in, gun. Let us do this. So, uh, but let's hit him with a couple more songs. It's not even finished yet. Uh, so, Mary Lee, what's your fourth song? Gosh, I have. I'm still looking at my my you know nine song list here, trying to. I'm just so way out there on so many of them. Um, okay, so this is completely different than everything else so far, and it is. I don't know that this would be entertaining, but um, it made me laugh. So it's Groot is now uh, an age where, you know, dating might be a thing. Maybe he meets another tree. I don't know. Um, And so I just kept laughing. uh, The the thought of the song Talk Dirty to Me by Poison. (laughs) And... Because if Groot was dating, talking dirty would be I am Groot, you know. And so I, I just had this image of that. And like, I don't know, like it's God, so Rock is just like, what no, you that's do? perfect. Like, oh my God, who told you that? Like, <laughs> and it's Groot and another tree person in the song, and like a montage of them, you know. I don't know. That's incredible. <laughs> And I could see Quill loving on some 80s glamour. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Love it. (laughs) And the idea of a a tree dating montage. (laughs) Yeah. Dirty to me is just. Things like, yeah, 10 years ago, I would never have imagined what you saying. I have to mention this before I forget, guys. Speaking of poison, talk dirty to me. I I meant to bring this song up on the last podcast. No, I'm sorry. Two podcasts ago. For the restaurant draft. Because every time Wahid would talk about his restaurant, uh, which he named Cellar Door, all I kept thinking and singing in my head was that line in this damn song, Lock, Cellar Door. Yes. Over and over again. And I meant to say that to y'all, but I forgot. So the fact that this song came it was Destiny. That's right. But thank you. What do you think, I? This is perfect. I mean, yeah, I please don't mistake my laughter for anything but just absolutely. No, respect. I was embarrassing even just. It, no, this is okay, great. I just, just cut off the mic. The idea of hearing Groot say it, like, I am Groot to another tree and Rocket's yeah. like, who taught you to say that? Like, that's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, just the whole montage of him and this tree or whatever going on like a date. Maybe maybe it's a freaking ficus. Like who who knows? But yeah. like I love that. That's so funny. <laughs> oh man, that's great. I now want a Groot love story. Yeah, I know. There's got to be something. There's got to be. The hormones are really like kicking kicking in at this point. So I'm sure there will be. Something. Oh, for sure. So. <laughs> this movie could actually be titled Guardians of the Galaxy Love and Thunder, you know. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Love and romance going on. Um, I feel like Mantis and Drax are going to have a little thing going on, maybe. Um, <laughs> so, yes, this movie's just full of it. Um, it's got everything. Wow. That that pick just threw me. And so, <laughs> I just had to shake it up a little bit. Like, there. Groot just picked it up and then just threw me. 
that's great. Oh man, <laughs> that that would be such a fun time. And it's a fun song, and it yeah. is. You know, it's so funny because they didn't want to make that song at all either, and so they they, they phoned it in. Oh, <laughs> and, and then it became the popular song. Oh, yeah, yeah. So to have it be be in a in a movie about two trees uh, talking dirty to each other, <laughs> it's natural order for this song. And I, mm-hmm. thank you so much, Marilee, for that. Anytime, I'm glad I could contribute to Love and Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, um, you know I, I like seeing '80s '80s uh, hair metal. It doesn't get enough love, and I just want to point that out that it's under you know it's underrated music. Yes, it is. This. Um, but Kyle, I believe that leads us to your last two picks. Yes, so um. These last two will kind of go hand in hand chronologically. So these are going to be not the last two on the soundtrack, but we're nearing the end of the movie. So with the first one I'm going with, um, so I'm going to go a little more plot wise. And uh, I think I've a little bit kind of made a name for myself. I'm still, I still haven't forgiven myself for what I did to Jonathan Kent uh, in the last episode. Um, I, uh, somewhere Josh Whedon is just laughing maniacally because I just love killing people off. Um, but uh, I, so I think, like I said, this movie is going to be very rocket centric. Um, we've seen that James Gunn's not afraid to kill people off with the undo. So I think that Rocket, in the end of this movie, is going to be sacrificing himself nope. for the team. No, uh, no. Oh, now, oh. And I said it like I, he's my favorite character, so I would be just sitting there weeping in the theater. Um, but I think it's a natural progression for his character. I'm just picturing the scene where he says goodbye to Groot, and I'm already tearing up. Like that's. <laughs> uh, I think it would be incredibly emotional, but uh, for him, I just, he's always struggled with the idea of like, is this his family? He kind of hates these people. He pushes them away, but it's just still his family at the end of the day. And especially in this movie, he's going back and like finding um, these other people who were his first family. And there's a lot of painful memories there. So he's, this is him actively deciding, you know what? No, my family is the guardians and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to sacrifice myself for them. And so, um, there are I, I went back and forth i'm still actually looking at these two songs because they're both so good and they both work so there are two songs by queen that i think are supremely underrated um i think that so one of them uh has only been featured in one movie in highlander not going with highlander that one. i know what you're gonna say i, I was gonna say i know what you're right gonna say. yeah so i'm not going with who wants to live forever but i think that's a great song uh I'm going with The Show Must Go On. Uh, it's from 1992. Obviously, the song itself has some real tragic kind of undertones to it because it was written very shortly before Freddie died and then it was released after his death. Um, he, you know, even like, I think it was co-written by him and, uh, um, was it Roger or, um, I forgot who, but one of the other band members. Um, they wrote it together and he even said, he was like, Freddie, you don't have to, push yourself and he obviously because it's freddie mercury he was like no i'm gonna sing and it's Mm. gonna be the best thing ever um so the show must go on it's got some just really harrowing lyrics to it and i just imagine this playing as as rocket is is sacrificing himself for his family you know he's he's maybe even not saying goodbye but telling them like forcing them to leave and just saying like go i need to stay back and do this because you're my family and i have to i have to show you that and uh so, you know, just having this kick in, you have the really great kind of uh, 
that pumping beat going the whole time and the drums kind of coming in. And um, when that chorus hits, the show must go on. And he's just, he's, he's fighting off these people. Uh, I think it would be incredibly emotional. Um, again, like James Gunn is not afraid to go there. I, that's why I love these movies. Um, I've mentioned it before, but these two movies are my favorite MCU things ever because they're so funny, but they are so damn sad too. Like the opening of the first Guardians movie is his mom dying. Like that's, it's mm-hmm. it's rough. I remember seeing the movie and I was like, holy shit, I wasn't ready for this. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I I know that James Gunn isn't afraid to go to those places. Um, I would, you know, I, I even hate, hate saying it because I don't want Rocket to die. Um, I want him to be a character forever in these movies, but I think it just makes sense as an end to his arc. Um, and again, like the show must go on, I think is a supremely underrated song. Um, so epic, but it's, it's, it's often hard to listen to just because of uh, the story behind it. Um, but yeah. And the fact that it's never been used in a movie is, is wild to me. You know, who wants to live forever is great, but it, you, know, you have a, re- it's used to really great effect in the Highlander movie. Um, mm-hmm. But the show must go on. I just think would be a really, really get great kind of side uh to this 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 ending really heartbreaking ending but i think it would uh you know we had like father and son and guardians 2 with like peter and yondu and i think this would be like the defining like kind of rocket track you know okay you go first merrily i'm <laughs> i know i'm just like i got really sad <laughs> for a minute um and i hadn't put it together you know i mean i've seen them but like the there's that real deep tragedy in each one and uh you know the mom dying yandu dying and that yeah that's significant pain in there and then to you know for rocket to go out that would be quill losing another close family member so um especially if the movie itself is rocket centric um that it's that that song is epic i i'm a big queen fan and yeah, just knowing you know how emotional the song itself is, combined with the the on screen death that would ma- that would put me, <laughs> you know, I cry in movies all the time, so this would be no different. And um, I would I would hope that there would be a really amazingly funny comic relief scene coming up after that. If not, right. I'll be walking out of there <laughs> really moody for the rest of the day. Right. But that's an excellent. Yeah, show. no, well, I disagree. I'm sad. I don't like it. And <laughs> you had to put uh, one of the most like emotional and like tragic, you know, historical songs for the Queen, and then put it with Rocket dying. At the end of the trilogy, how dare you, sir? <laughs> I refuse to accept this. Um, Rocket is not going to die. He's going to go and live <laughs> on a girlfriend, and they're going to go on their own adventures. And so, boo on you. <laughs> yeah, so now we have a widowed otter, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all I have to say, I, I don't like the idea of Rocket dying, but. every soundtrack you know i mean Mm -hmm. we're getting all these different cuts of movies uh the snyder cuts coming out next year i guess we're gonna get the anglin cut of the soundtrack and the duran cut because damon doesn't want to accept rocket dying (laughs) (laughs) don't (laughs) don't it just does not hit me in a very good way no sir um, but that is a it's just a beautiful song, so I can't hate on that. Um, I, I guess I'll give you respect on the pick. 
<laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, but the show must go on. And so, Kyle, what is your last pick? Yeah, so my, my final pick, um, you know, that, that's a real gut punch of an ending. But I think that this movie would kind of, um, it, it would end on a, a little bit of a bittersweet note. So, you know, I've talked about a lot about this movie being really rocket centric, but I do agree. There's going to be a lot of stuff with Gamora as well. I think that um, that's going to be a really interesting story, whether it's the main story of the movie, if they go that route or, or a side story. But yeah, I mean, that was, that was Peter, you know, the, the love of his life. And then he suddenly lost her, but like seeing her again is it really conflicted feelings. And so um, I think a part of the movie will be him, them kind of hunting, not hunting, but chasing after her and him trying to convince her to come back and, uh it's it's hard because he has all these cherished memories with her and she obviously doesn't she doesn't even know who he is and so like that's that's really hard and so i i think that um what i love about the first two movies is that both of them have these scenes where he's trying to get her to loosen up a little bit and dance with him and you get these really tender moments between the two of them so i have the end of this movie kind of uh the the whole movie she's been pushing back but she's been helping the team out because she really is lost in the world and so at the end of the movie is he he's they're all grieving um not her <laughs> she doesn't really know rocket but they're they're all kind of grieving rocket in the ship and he's alone and kind of just listening to his zoom and she comes in and kind of tries to comfort him um they're not quite back to where they were in the last two movies but um you can tell something is kind of a connection is forming again he you know she asked what are you listening to and um he kind of does the same thing that he does in the first movie and like gives her a, a, one of the headphones. And uh, this one, I, again, went back and forth between two songs. So I'm going to go with, um, this is actually a cover uh, of a song. So this is You and I, but the, the cover by Michael Buble in 2005. Um, I think Michael Buble is just the king of covers. Uh, I he, The man just really puts his stamp on, his own stamp on music. Um, one of my favorite artists in general, but his version of you and I is just really just, I mean, it's the, it, to me, it's the ultimate slow dance song. Um, so hearing that and then kind of this movie ending on a real bittersweet note of like, you know, Peter just lost and like Marilee said, another member of his family, but now we're seeing the hope of like maybe him forming this connection again with Gamora. She's finally um, softening a little bit. And um, I, I just want to shout out to, uh, uh, you know, what's that sound? It's Kyle shouting out garbage movies again. Uh, no, <laughs> Spider-Man 3. <laughs> I, I know, it's a problematic movie. It's not great. But I freaking love the way that movie ends because it does not end on some big dramatic narration from Tobey Maguire. It's, uh, he shows up at Mary Jane's diner and they dance. And it's just like, they've been through a lot of shit, especially in that movie. And so I, I just think that's a beautifully introspective moment in that movie. Um, I love when superhero movies go for like the real quiet introspective moments. It obviously happens at the end of volume two with father and son. Um, so I think that the same kind of vibe would happen with this scene, uh, you know, but I think it, it wouldn't, it would be sad, but it, there's a lot of hope there too, because Peter and Gamora there, I think that they're the romance there and the love there is really enduring. And that would be a theme in this movie that like, you know, she doesn't remember him, but he, He's so persistent and, uh, you know, there's a reason that she fell in love with him in the first place or the other version of her did. And so I think that um, just that the end of this movie would be kind of them, uh, him kind of reeling from this loss that he just endured and her also kind of finding 
this family. Think about Nebula too. It would almost be a role reversal from Guardians Two, where Gamora was trying to win Nebula back, and now in this, I think with all that Nebula's been through, both with the Avengers and with the Guardians, now she's trying to win Gamora back. So I think that would be a really great dynamic. Um, and so this movie ends on a bit of like a bittersweet note, you know, real, real quiet and introspective. And again, I love the song "You and I." I think it's a really romantic song. Um, and just, I, I just imagine like this being a really sweet kind of ending, a, a slow dance between the two of them. Maybe James Gunn isn't doing more Guardians movies after this, but I think this would end on a real kind of just beautiful, like very introspective moment. Marilyn, what do you think? I'm not familiar with the song once again, so um, maybe I've heard it and just don't remember, um, but I can't place it, but um, I, I have faith that it's a, it's a good choice because Kyle has been, both of you have been like on the money so far. Um, <laughs> I just don't know that if it's the end of the whole trilogy, I want it to go out like that, or if it does, it better have like a really pick me up after the credit scene because I don't want to leave with... I want to feel either like it's something funny or like exciting is, is is on the horizon for them. And that's just, you know, selfish, I guess. You know, so I, I, if you're going to kill rocket, Kyle, I'm going to, I'm going to help <laughs> her. Uh, I, 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 I could see maybe Gamora maybe going to do the dance because throughout the movie, the one person she connected with was rocket. Yeah. And, and so maybe they had some sort of bond formed and he was always maybe piping up for uh for quill you know he was always maybe talking quill up to her you know it's like i hated you two together but man y'all were happy you know just really really rocket kind of stuff you know the, the lovely stuff that rocket loves to say um but you know he still loves his people and he, he he cares for gamora so i definitely could see maybe that happening and so when rocket passes ugh, oh, ugh. <laughs> When that happens, Gamora could maybe feel that, you know, be like, Rocket, you know, did this for me. Uh, he's gone. I'm, you know, I'm going to maybe put myself out there for this this man who, who you know, who Rocket said I cared for. So maybe that would be a good way to do that. Right. Um, as far as the song, I also am not very familiar with it. It being a Michael Bublé song, I know exactly what it sounds like, though. <laughs> so... Yes. <laughs> they all sound the same. Pretty appropriate. Uh, <laughs> appropriate. But you know, he, he sticks with what he knows and he sounds really well and so so brilliant at what he does. Um it it would be maybe a bit of a melancholic kind of ending for me. So I would have to agree with Mary Lee. Definitely would need a post credit like in I cannot call guys. In credit scene, muse a song where it's just really ex happy and maybe like kind of the Ragnarok dancing and the Guardians two dancing going on. Um, but otherwise, I, I think that would be a pretty well done ending, but sad. Just just kind of sad with a little bit of hope. But I, I I do think I would maybe want just a little bit more happiness. Yeah. Is my with that? Yeah, I I, I fully understand yeah. that. That's why. So like I I deliberately didn't choose a like a credits song itself um but i do think that's important so i i definitely i i agree with both of you um it's a very you know off kind of note to end the movie on so i think that it would be great if they came back with a a really upbeat song for the credits you know we had i think it was surrender in guardians 2 and then uh ain't no mountain high in, in the first one so something along that vibe um 
obviously would would come back with the credits. Uh, so yeah, I, I definitely agree with you guys on that point. Um, you know, coming back with something a little bit more upbeat and energetic. <laughs> but overall, Kyle, I really like your list. I mean, from sticks. Mm-hmm. Oh, Muse, Queen, and my <laughs> those are all iconic artists. Coolio, <laughs> like Coolio. <laughs> I didn't expect to hear that name today. Yeah, I don't think I did either. <laughs> just like, oh, you know what? Gangsters Paradise would work out really well. No, you, don't lie, sir. You said that was your first song. Yeah, it, it was. I'm not gonna lie. I. <laughs> It was. I just, I, I like how outside the, the box it is. And I just think that, I, I again, I love Craglin. I, I said this already, but I love Craglin. Just imagining him like kind of pop into this song and maybe getting caught by someone doing that would be just absolutely just hilarious. <laughs> oh. Great look, good sir. And so that will lead us to Marilise. Okay. Well, I had, the one I was going to mention was going to be like a funny Drax scene. But after all the death that's happening, apparently, um, it's like, um, for an end credit scene, this may not work, but right now I've just been, it's one of the songs I just had listed, like picturing them, you know, afterwards, like they're the guardians who are remaining, like, you know, maybe they're going through or packing up rocket stuff and kind of sharing memories, like positive memories of the, the sad, tragic parts have happened. And they come across his stash of weed and they just look at each other and they all start getting high. And then you hear Led Zeppelin's Jamaica. Yes. So. Oh, what a great pick. I love that. (laughs) And that would be like how it's not like super upbeat, but it's like a, it's not sad. And you'd leave the theater like on a, like just that chill vibe. So. Oh man, that's great. Wait, wait. (laughs) Huh? Which. I don't, I don't think you heard it. Which song? Yeah, it's the- it's called Jamaica, but if you read it, it says Dire Maker, but it's a play on the British pronunciation, Cogni pronunciation. There's a whole story behind why it's written that way, but pronounced Jamaica. <laughs> what I forget, I thought yeah. I always forget about that. And yeah, me that because I'm a big Led Zeppelin fan, so I'm ashamed that I forgot that. <laughs> but yeah, but it's like the it's like kind of the reggae vibe they did, but it'd be perfect for like a bunch of people getting high. So. Okay, Kyle, what are your thoughts? I love that. Uh, naturally, of course, Rocket would have a stash of weed somewhere. That makes perfect <laughs> sense. So that's that's hilarious. Uh, I definitely uh, this this list. I will say, merrily, this list has the potential for so many just huge laughs. I mean, especially like the <laughs> "You're So Vain" with uh, Peter Quill, like, and this one especially. I just I, them finding it and then just kind of all looking at each other, like, eh, might as well, you know. <laughs> And you could, I could see them all kind of like that slow bopping around to it, just that that chill kind of head bop. Even Drax and Mantis and just yeah. everybody. Yes. And then like when it's like, baby, please don't go. Yeah. Like, they're just like someone's on their knees, just like in anguish. Yes. Just, oh yes, uh, I needed a Led Zeppelin song in here, and thank you so much. My pleasure. Uh, this would be perfect for that kind of. So, like you know, they're, they're just they're just gonna get high and ease the pain away. Mm-hmm. Guys, we're gonna go to our last break, and we'll be right back.
And we're back, guys. Thank you for uh, staying tuned. We are um, back just to wrap things up. Uh, we just heard um, Marilee's last pick, Jamaica by Led Zeppelin. So we're going to just do a, a quick re- recap of, of um, my list and then Marilee's list before we get to Damon's final pick. Um, so for my five songs, I have um, Knights of Sidonia by Muse as our, our opener. Um, I have uh, Gangster's Paradise by Coolio as, as Craglin, the breakout star of this movie, <laughs> is just jamming to it. Um, I have Renegade by Styx um, as kind of like the third act climactic uh, action sequence. Um, the Guardian's coming in to, to rescue Rocket. Um, I have, uh, as Damon throws a pencil at me from all the way from Denver, Colorado, I have The Show Must Go On by Queen <laughs> as Rocket is sacrificing his life. Um, and I have, uh, finally, I have You and I by Michael Bublé um, as our ending of, of Peter and Gamora uh, dancing too. So, yeah. All right, Marilee, what is your list of... All right, my five, um, I have Hypnotize. Uh, Notorious Big IG is kind of Rocket's uh, walking music theme song type thing. Um, You're So Vain by Carly Simon as Peter Quill's uh, tribute to his kind of man-whoring part of his life. Um, Space Lord by Monster Magnet would be the intro song um, where Quill is annoying everyone. Talk Dirty to Me by Poison is Groot's kind of foreplay music. And (laughs) uh, then the end credit scene with Jamaica by Led Zeppelin where they're all kind of getting high on Rocket Stash. Yes, I I need a strain now called Rocket Stash. Please make that happen. <laughs> I will. I will try to reach out to some growers. Uh, I what an incredible marketing campaign, though! Can you imagine that? Like oh when the movie comes out, they sell that with the tickets or something. Oh my god, that would be incredible. <laughs> so, uh, those are both great lists, and then I'm going to announce the rest of mine real quick. We got Fatboy Slim, Weapon of Choice for for my kind of open intro scene. We have no doubt uh, with Don't Speak, kind of the meetup with Gamora and Peter. Uh, very depressed, very sad. They don't really know where to go from there. We have Metallica, Master of Puppets, with the, the huge epic climatic scene against the, the Guardians and the, the antagonist of the movie, whoever the hell they end up being. Um, <laughs> and then we have the hey, with Cake, The Distance, with the, just such an amazing song. Uh, and it's just essentially going to be fuel for Quill uh, flying uh, and maybe going to go rescue um, Ro- Rocket when he's about to get hurt and, and killed. Because in my movie, Rocket doesn't get killed. <laughs> and so- you guys are witnessing live the end of Planet Fantasy as David and I are just I'm okay. I'm I'm good. <laughs> Do I do I have to pull out the mom voice? I mean, I'm I, think you, I think you will. No. <laughs> so to, to end the, the kind of end credit scene song, I was wanting to go for was something very happy because in my movie, my movie, Rocket <laughs> with with his girlfriend, the otter Lila or Lila, I believe they got <laughs> to do their own thing. But before everyone is partying together, celebrating one last time, and we get a song that really encompasses that and it's Madonna Ray of yeah yes oh, great pick 
love it. Madonna. Oh my god. You know, is... if anyone who's listening to this and doesn't know who Madonna is, you are really young, and you really need to go listen to some Madonna. And you probably don't really know a lot of the people on this list, but you go listen to it all. <laughs> but Madonna, especially, is just an icon. And and Ray of Light, um, for one, is such a just such a great dance track. It's Poppy. a banger. It's awesome. It's so happy, so upbeat, so energetic. Um, you know, I'm 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 kind of dancing in my seat right now. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> and so like, I could see this, you know, with the credits rolling, everyone's partying, everyone's happy because this is the end of the Guardians. They're about to go their own ways, but they're still family. They're not breaking up. Yeah. They're just going to see each other again sometime soon. And so this w- would be such a great, happy, um, what's the word? Um, ending, I guess, would be sad to this trilogy yeah. for this family. Um, it's just a, a happy beam ray of light for them. They, that's what they are for each other, just <laughs> as corny as that sounds. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think Madonna deserves to be on a Guardian soundtrack also. And so... I think that one would fit the most. Yeah, for sure. I I love it, and I have to admit, you you I did not expect that that you came out of left field because for whatever reason I wouldn't have just thought of you saying Madonna on there. But that particular song, gosh, since that album came out, yeah, that's like one of the go tos for kind of just you know raising the vibration, you know, and you can't not dance to it, no matter even you know you're driving you're sitting whatever it is definitely a mood booster and oh, great Thank choice you, Kyle. What do you I, yeah i love it uh it's it's a great song i, I love it for a, an ending credit song um because you're right like this is this is the send-off for our, our team uh as sad as it makes me i really don't think james gunn is going to make more after this third movie especially <laughs> seeing as he's moving to the dc side with like the suicide squad um I would love for him to just make like 15 Guardians of the Galaxy movies. But if, if, if this is indeed, you know, the final Guardians of the Galaxy movie, I love just hearing Ray of Light, you know, at the end of end credits of this movie would be so fun. Um, you know, I'd be sad to see them go, but it's you're right. It's not, they're not, you know, breaking up or anything. This is just, this is send off to this iconic team. Um, you know, it's so different to <laughs> Endgame where like that, they don't really have the chance to do that in a movie like Endgame because that's a very heavy, somber movie. Um, and so with this, it's like, it still is a send off to a team, but it's just in a much more like upbeat, you know, energetic light. Um, and so Ray of Light is mm-hmm. the perfect call for that. Um, yeah, I agree. Madonna deserves to be on any soundtrack. I mean, I love, I love Madonna. Absolutely. She's, she's a queen. So, uh, that's, that's perfect. Great, great, uh, final pick. Thank you. Um, so I think, I hope you can actually, you know, find a way to get this into, James Gunn's hands because now when I see the movie and these songs if they're not on there it will be disappointing. Yes. <laughs> you know, um, so I don't so think, do, do do what you have I don't to think do. The soundtrack will be as good, but I think it will work <laughs> perfectly to what movie he makes, and and that's all I can ask for. But it, it won't mm-hmm. have a candle to this the soundtrack, guys. I think what I'm going to do is I'm, when I whenever it comes out, I'm going to go to see the movie and I'm going to go get to the theater early and just listen to this entire playlist before I see it and just oh, have it yeah. in my head the entire time. <laughs> oh, that would go perfect right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then even afterwards, we can edit the movie and make a cut for with the soundtrack. Right, exactly. Yeah, All right, there you guys, go. If, if, for, that'll be our first 
for Planet Fantasy movie cut. We'll be <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll edit the soundtrack to it. Okay, right. We first have to find someone who knows how to do that. <laughs> so if you're listening and you know how to do that, please hit us up. <laughs> but okay, guys. So we have Led Zeppelin. We have Carly Simon, Biggie Smalls, Madonna, Metallica. Uh, this is ages and it really does it spans all the way from what i think the uh, jamaica is what was that a 73 74 it was i want to say early 70s i don't remember the yeah. year uh 73 it was 73 it was on houses of the holy so yeah that mm-hmm. um i believe that's the earliest song that we picked all the way to 2006 and so <laughs> i definitely think we we it's uh succeeded in spanning the whole era of the zune I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. That's so, awesome. Um, okay, guys. Uh, what would y'all say is your favorite pick? Your your one song more than any <sighs> of the other songs picked today. Goodness. What is the oh, EP craft? Uh, Marilee, you go ahead, because i got to think about this. <laughs> I know. Um, um, uh, uh, maybe Master of Puppets, just because that one, like, just... I don't know if it's just my personal connection to it or not, but if not that one, then Ray of Light, just because that one I didn't expect. Mm, yeah. So one of those two. After that, <laughs> Julio, <for sure. laughs> I, I, I love I it. I to go with Knights of Sidonia because I really, I, I truly believe their music is just made for, for theatrics, you know, and to, to see that paired with a Guardian scene would get me so hyped. I would be so happy to hear that in theaters. So for that, that alone, I, that, that's my number one. Yeah. I'm going to have so to go I, listen to that right after this. <laughs> you do? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to cheat and I'm going to pick one from Marilee's list and one from Damon's list because y'all just both, uh, I love both these lists. So <laughs> um, so from Marilee's list, I got to go with uh, probably Space Lord. Um, just that cracks me up. Uh, the idea of him, <laughs> first of all, just that entire like scene or sequence of them having to. I, I think of like a Empire Strikes Back of like Han, like I know a guy and they go to Lando, but it's like even funnier because it's Peter with like a scorned lover. So, like, that's super funny to me. Um, <laughs> half of the scene is like her trying to like beat him and like, you, I can't help you. Like, you know, you left me in a freaking freezing cold planet or whatever. I mean, I just, I imagine James Gunn will come up with a really funny scene. Um, so that's definitely my favorite pick. Uh, and then from Damon's list, I think I'll go with uh, Cake, uh, The Distance, because that of all your picks, that's probably my favorite, like just song in general. Um, I listen to that song all the time and that you're right. Like that, I think that one is the one I hear the most in this like hypothetical movie. Like it fits so perfectly. And uh, James Gunn does a good job with like recurring songs. So like the chain shows up like halfway through guardians Two, just as a scene of like them boarding uh, Ego's ship. And then obviously it comes at a much more pivotal moment at the end where Peter fights his dad. But I think that would be the same thing with this, like you were saying, with like Star-Lord, you know, flying around and listening to this is kind of a fun scene. But then it's at a much more pivotal moment, kind of in the end of the movie, him coming to save Rocket at the last minute Mm -hmm. with this. And this would play again. It kind of gives it a whole new meaning. meaning. So um, that's definitely my favorite from from yours. Would you say the song would have gone the distance? I think it would. I think it would indeed. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Uh, 
Okay, so well, what's your sl- uh, least favorite pick, and then why is it the show must go on? <laughs> okay. Oh, God. I'm oh. sorry. I'm sorry. The hate is over. I, I very much like your, your your thing, Kyle. You know, this this definitely gave me a chance to be mad at you yes. for, because <sighs> you killed Rocket. I just had to say it one more time. It- you know, it's good, Damon. I think it's conflict is good in every relationship, and we don't have enough of it, and we can't have Austin on every week to cause conflict. So there has to be something between you and me where we disagree. So I'm glad we, <laughs> we approached this hurdle in our friendship, and now we're only going to be better friends. <laughs> well, Marilee, we were very, very thankful and glad that you were here to help the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 soundtrack. Uh, did you have a good time? I had a great time, um, and I'm very excited to uh, have this playlist to, to jam out at work on Tuesday. Um, and thank you all so much for inviting me. I'm flattered, and you guys are amazing. Thank you, thank you Marilee. Uh, you got anything else to say, Kyle? No, I just, this was fun. We predicted it at the beginning. This is going to be all over the place, and it, and it was, but I love it. This was 100% just conversation-based, and that's, you know, you guys, like, that's what this podcast is. We're just here to have fun and, and, and you know, uh, just, like, the music is something we all love, and so exploring that and, and figuring out where that would work in a movie that we love is is just so much fun, so um yeah merrily thank you so much for joining us um as always if, my if, pleasure if you guys listening at home um have any you know uh thoughts on these picks if you i imagine most of you will be like damon and will want to tell me something about rocket so please just let us have it uh <laughs> group will have one. send in your, your feedback <laughs> yeah. to uh planet fantasy podcast at gmail.com as always you know if you would like to be a guest on this podcast if you have ideas for um, for shows, we are always open to hear that. We we love doing this. So thank you so much for listening. Um, yeah, uh, Damon, thanks again for another good show, man. Of course. And uh, speaking of, of guests and, and shows, uh, just real quick before we go, figured we'd give you a little sneak peek of what we have uh, cooking. So yes. we let you all know about the this next upcoming week. We're going to be doing TV show friendships, uh, the best of the best. And uh, we're going to have uh, our friend Ryan back on that one, as well as our, our friend Nadia. And then the week after, I believe maybe, um, tentatively, we might be doing our Build a Band Draft uh, Fiction Edition. So yes. we're crafting, we'll be back in the music realm, realm and uh, we'll be crafting our very own fictional band. So yeah. I are excited for those, and, awesome. and come give them a listen. Uh, sure. Although, guys, I, I think we're going to, Say bye to everybody, and until then, see you Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.